You are limitless, and my goal is for you to walk away from each episode believing that. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the show. Today, I am coming to you as the Limitless Living podcast for the first time, which I am very excited about because I love change and evolution, and this is just in such great alignment with the business's mission and how we are showing up and serving you guys lately. It is all about helping you tap into how limitless and powerful you truly are. So today, we're going to do that by talking about the three simple steps that it takes to reprogram your subconscious mind so that you can cultivate more success, joy, peace, and love in your life with a greater sense of ease. And this process is one of the pillars that I help my clients with inside my signature program, Limitless Leaders. So we do the subconscious reprogramming, we cultivate deeper self-confidence and trust, and we use connection, creativity, and play as tools to help you move through your challenges, your busy, your stressful seasons with ease and still enjoy your life. So of course, we're focusing on pillar number one today. And so this is something that we do inside intensive one-on-one sessions where I guide you through each of these steps seamlessly and repetitively so that you can get the results that you want with a lot less of a heavy lift, with a lot less time and energy spent in the process. So I like to say that it's like taking the highway instead of the back roads to get somewhere except you don't sacrifice the scenery and the view of the back roads. You actually get more of it in taking that highway. So what I mean by that is when we go through this process inside a coaching container, inside a designated space, it is fast, it is fairly seamless, and it frees up so much time and energy in your personal life for you to be having fun, for you to be kicking back and relaxing and connecting with the people that you love. And that's what it's all about, right? Like, what are we working for? What are we building if we're not enjoying our life? I know most of us got into entrepreneurship for freedom. And if you're not using that freedom to live a really fucking awesome lifestyle, what's the point? Yes, there's always going to be goals. There's always going to be the next destination, but it really is just all about the journey, right? Like we're going to look back on our life and it's just going to be a series of small moments at the end of the day. So most people make the mistake of thinking that the need for the mindset work or the need to face these negative thoughts and emotions head on goes away as we reach our goals and higher levels of success. Because in our minds, there is no, like we picture where we want to be. Maybe it's the dream house. Maybe it's a certain number in the bank account. Maybe it's traveling the world. And in our minds, there's no pain or problems that exist. And then what happens is we reach that milestone. And most of the time, it ends up being very underwhelming because everything that we've been struggling with doesn't go anywhere. We carry it with us into this next level, into this new season. And that is the problem at hand, is that we are capping our fulfillment and our life enjoyment by dealing with the same struggles over and over and over and over again when we don't have to. And the answer for that is subconscious reprogramming. 
So let's talk about the three steps. Let's get into it. So step one is expanding your awareness, no matter how self-aware you already are, by externally reflecting your thoughts and your emotions in order to identify the subconscious patterns that are happening. And this is so important. I mean, all three of these are essential for their own reasons, but this step's really important because we don't realize how, just how much we run on autopilot. We did not choose our subconscious thoughts that create 95% of our thoughts and beliefs. I like to think of it like when you're born, you are a book of blank pages. And for the first 10 plus years of your life, literally those pages are filled in by your parents and other people's parents and your teachers and society and the advertising that you are exposed to and everything in between what we were taught in school. I could go on and on. But bottom line is that you didn't choose to be exposed to what you were exposed to. You didn't choose to be conditioned and to form the thought patterns that would become your subconscious mind. It doesn't make you a victim. But what I'm saying is it's not your fault, but it is your responsibility to change. And if you don't, you will have the same setbacks, the same frustrations, the same pain points over and over and over in your life. And it's so sad because that can cultivate so much shame and make us think that something is wrong with us when it's not that at all. And you'd still hold the power. The power is still in your hands. So in order to do this, Journaling is helpful. I like it's like kind of like mini sessions that you can do on your own to keep up with this. It's like maintenance. I view journaling as maintenance, but nothing compares to external processing. And this is where working with a professional, whether it's a counselor or a coach, is extremely effective. You get so much bang for your buck. Like you do it in 60 minutes and the awareness that you will gain is is next level. It is way beyond what we can achieve on our own because there's someone else who's able to see your patterns and the way your thoughts are working in ways that you can't. They see it from a totally different angle and they can point out things that you can't see. So to give you an example of how this works, the other day I had a session with a client who came in wanting to talk about losing weight this winter and getting ahead of her health and fitness habits um, just from now through the winter. What we came to within the first, I would say within the first like 15 to 20 minutes, we found a subconscious pattern of her walling up under pressure. And when we broke it down, because she was like, she identified that her pattern is to completely withdraw and wall up when she feels any sense of pressure. And we took that further and found the subconscious pattern that any time there is even a hint of mistrust between her and the person in front of her, even if it's her in the mirror, she walls up and backs out and gives up. And so that subconscious pattern might sound completely unrelated to what she came in wanting to achieve, but that is the root of it. And that's what we need to get to. So like I said, no matter how self-aware you are, the further we go on this journey, the harder it becomes to recognize this stuff because like, I like to think, like I picture it like you're kind of working from head to heart and your heart is the super, super ingrained um, memories and patterns and beliefs that you have that you are completely on autopilot with. So we start with our 
like basic level self-awareness up here and we start understanding our emotions and our thoughts and the further that we go in our journey, especially if you're an entrepreneur because it just shines a spotlight on all of this, the deeper it runs. And then all of a sudden you get to your heart, which is like this pool of of childhood memories that are just buried so, so, so deeply that it takes serious digging to get them out. And that is what coaching does because even with, I mean, I am a trained professional. I'm an ICF certified coach. I have spent countless hours hands-on practice reading about this, thinking about this. Like I'm obsessed with the craft and even with challenging my clients, it takes them a lot to admit and to recognize what's really happening within them and where it comes from. So that just goes to show how much more powerful it is to do this with a professional as opposed to trying to do it all on your own. You have, we all have blind spots. There's nothing wrong with you. That's just how we function. Again, because 95% of what we think and what we choose to do is subconscious. So that's step one. And then step two is once you've identified the subconscious pattern, you will want to identify the origin memory so that you can consciously release what is no longer serving you. This is super important because your awareness is your power. And this is the even the next level of awareness is being able to recall the memory and the experience in which this belief was formed initially. All we really need to do to take back our power of choice is understand ourselves and have clarity. Sometimes we want the quick fix and we want the answer from someone else and the direct guidance, but we don't need that. And it oftentimes leads us astray because if we would just find clarity on why we are the way that we are or why we're struggling with the things that we are, the action then becomes crystal clear and no one else can tell you that that has to come from you so if we don't do this you will recognize the patterns that you are that you are under and you'll see what you're doing but you won't be able to release them and change and that might even be more frustrating than not knowing what the problem is because i've had this conversation with my clients a lot as well where they're like i know what like, I know what this is, but I, I'm still doing it. And I don't understand why I'm still doing it because I don't want to. And that is our red flag that it's time to f- recall sometimes another origin memory. Like, sometimes we have traced it back, but there's more and there's layers. Recently, I was um, working with a client who was struggling with releasing the concern about what others are thinking and feeling around them about them and we've been talking about this off and on for a while and we went really really deep with it this past session and she recalled like she had some flickering memories coming up from her childhood about like some family conflict that she had and conflict with a sports team and a couple other things that she was so used to brushing off because she's a very growth oriented person so these memories would come up and she would just you know that's in the past it's time to let that go But what needed to happen is she needed to connect the dots there and understand and accept that there was a level of trauma that she experienced. And we cannot release until we recall and we relive those memories. Sometimes that's what it takes. And that's where like we do this inside coaching, but when it starts to get 
serious and it comes to trauma that has not been dealt with and really reliving those memories, that's typically where the shift into therapy needs to happen. Um, I don't know if anyone listening to this has done EMDR therapy, but I know that it has been extremely uh, transformational for multiple of my friends and my clients. And so if you're hearing this and thinking about like reliving my trauma, what? Like that is a very healing and efficient way to do that from my understanding. So of course we don't go that deep, but what I will do with myself and my clients is have them unpack the memories. So when those when they mention something about, oh, my mom used to do this or react to me this way, I'm like, hey, don't fly past that. Tell me about that. What was that experience like? And sharing about it, it can often get very emotional, which is what needs to happen. And sometimes I'll even guide my clients through a meditation where they relive that experience so they can really tap into what they felt and how that formed the pattern and the belief that we're dealing with. And then from there, there's typically some some time that needs to be spent with those emotions, right? Like this is doesn't this doesn't always happen, usually doesn't happen all in one session. But we can then come back and say like, okay, what are we letting go of? What are we releasing? What are we shifting into? What is the new belief we are adopting? Which brings me into step three. And step three is forming new thoughts, beliefs, and practicing them with words and actions. And this is vital because without the step, without the repetition, and it often takes a lot of repetition, Repetition, because think of it, if you have been operating and thinking one thought pattern, and I like to think of them as like little tracks in our minds, Think about how ingrained, think about how deep that track runs. It's like a track in the snow. How many times are you going to have to practice and think the new belief in order to, for it to become the subconscious default thought? We've got a lot of catching up to do, and this is a process. This is a daily conscious effort. And unfortunately, this is the hardest part to get through. It's like climbing. It's like Uh, it's a hump that you have to get over, quite frankly, because you're going to be practicing these thoughts, writing your affirmations, setting your intentions, speaking differently about things. And it's going to get really frustrating because it's going to feel like it's not working. And you've got to push through because again, you're competing. If you're 25 years old, you're competing with 25 years of a repetitive belief, like ringing uh, repetitively in the back of your mind. So that's, that's a lot to rewire. So it's really, really important here to know what works for you as far as the practicing of the new thoughts and beliefs to take physical action, like writing things down, like verbalizing. That is a big thing that I'll come back to in a second. And giving yourself grace in this process is also very, very important because like I said, it takes time and it can be really frustrating. So some ways to do this that I kind of just mentioned are to solidify them. So at the end of all my sessions, what I'll do with my clients is have them recap their takeaways and what they're going to carry with them. So it, because we cover a lot and I say, it's like bringing a bunch of luggage. You can't carry 10 suitcases with you. You can't take the entire session with you. So what are the staple ones that you are going to hold on to tight? So that's reflection. 
Verbalizing these, writing them down is really powerful. And this is where more surface level practices like writing down daily affirmations comes in. I'm more of an intention setter than an affirmation writer. I do like to, um, I guess, write down my beliefs as affirmations. But personally, I find those way more powerful to be spoken to in the mirror. Like if I look at myself in the mirror and make eye contact and say the things, it carries way more weight because our words have 500 times the frequency as our thoughts. So that's more powerful if you're going to do affirmations. And then, like I said about intention setting, I will set an intention every single morning. I like to set them for the month, for the week, and for every single day. And this is cool because our goals are like our destination, right? I picture a ship in the ocean and your goal is the island that you're going to, but your intention is how you're steering the steering wheel. And intentions are really powerful because every month when I do them with my clients, we'll reflect back and I'll follow up with their intentions and they won't even remember what the intention was that they set, but how aligned they acted with it throughout the whole month is mind blowing because they'll look back and say, holy shit, that is actually crazy that that was my intention because that's, that is what I did through the month and I didn't even consciously think of it. It's like planting a seed in the back of your head and just letting it blossom on its own. So that's really powerful. Um, The mirror talk, like I said, writing it out and just being really cognizantly aware of your words. If you had to pick one thing, I would say really be intentional about your words. I have this client who a couple years ago was really struggling with making more money. She had some like money baggage and um, experiences that, you know, were messing her up from a subconscious um, standpoint. And when she, she read the books, we did the coaching around it. But what really changed is when she started speaking differently about money. And here we are a couple of years later and she is continuously expanding her income and her business because of that work and because she has permanently changed the way she speaks about money. And that's like a whole other topic. Um, actually, I think we talked about that in one of the episodes. It's my episode with Katie. I don't remember if it's part one or two, but we talk about that in there. So if that's something you're interested in, definitely go check out that episode. So those are the three steps. I'm going like I'm putting up four fingers, but it's it's three. <laughs> three steps to reprogramming your subconscious mind. Like I said, I take my clients through these steps quickly and easily and it kind of takes the thought and the effort out of it for you and then there's the accountability right and like checking in about your practices and reminding you of the new beliefs that you're forming and so it really just kind of like nail in the coffin or solidifies um, the process to have someone working on it with you it's really easy to just lean on our partners or our friends for emotional support and to talk about this stuff but honestly when it comes to being on an entrepreneurial journey and having really big dreams that take grit it's just not enough and it also infringes on our relationships to constantly be bringing this stuff into them I always say, you know, Alex holds such awesome space and he always listens and he would listen. He would talk to me about this stuff for hours if I asked him to, but I don't want to do that with my husband. I want to go to the park with our dogs and I want to talk about his day and I want to feel light and free to enjoy myself and to connect with him. 
And that's what coaching allows you to do. So if this is something that you're interested in, right now I'm offering something really special where I have my programs, my signature program, Limitless Leaders, which is for creative entrepreneurs and visionaries who want to move into their bigger vision way faster and really enjoy the process and have it feel simple. So in here, you get the one-on-one and the community support. It is high touch. There's a lot of coaching. There's a lot of um, communication and it is, you will move fast. Let's just say that. But right now, what I'm doing that's really special through the end of the year is if you are interested in coaching, we hop on a discovery call. And if Limitless Leaders is not the most perfect fit for you, and there's something that I think would be more aligned, I'm creating customized packages. Like I said, just through the end of the year, I don't know if this is something that I'm going to be doing in 2024. So if you want to explore it, definitely click the link um, in the show notes to the website and apply. The application is for Limitless Leaders. But like I said, we'll hop on a discovery call. We will talk. And if there is something better fit for you, I will create that for you. It'll be fully tailored for you. So thank you guys so much for listening today. I hope that this served you greatly. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. Shoot me a DM on Instagram. Share your insights. Ask me questions, whatever you've got. I would love to connect with you. And if this podcast did greatly serve you, please send it to someone that you also think it would serve. We've got to get the word out that transformation and limitless living really can be accessible for everyone. And it really can be simplified into three steps. So have a beautiful day, my loves, and I will see you back here next time.